Right now, clean, clean, and then clean again. Bacteria. Bacteria. Look, there's bacteria. 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 You might not see them, but they're there. Bacteria. Bacteria. Everything you touch. Bacteria. Bacteria. That's right. Salmonella bacteria. Salmonella bacteria. Salmonella bacteria. All right, as promised, the top of the program, we'll be going now to uh, our public affairs director right here at uh, KDVS, Chloe Lassard, who is herself one of the hosts of a fine public affairs program, and we're happy to have her come here and talk about it. So welcome to Radio Parallax, Chloe. Thanks, Doug. I appreciate it. Now, you've been doing a show on, uh, on medically-related issues since, since last summer. Talk about it. Yes, I started um, fall quarter, so in September of this year, I became the public affairs director at KDBS in the beginning of the summer, and then I'd actually not done public affairs when I got started. I was a music DJ, but uh, it's a much more interesting um, aspect of the station, so I love listening to the shows, and especially yours as a physician <laughs> drew me in, but uh, yeah, I always, I'm pretty medical a pre-medical student here at KDBS, and um, I thought something related to what I was learning would be the best thing to focus on. So I I started the show in a heartbeat, which airs on Mondays from 5 to 6 p.m. and actually alternates this quarter uh, with our all-Spanish show. But I started it to make topics of health and medicine more accessible for students in the Davis community. And I hope it's been doing that, but I know some of my friends who are non-science majors have found it engaging, and hopefully all listeners do as well. Well, I do want to note that uh, you've gotten some rave reviews from people close to this program. In fact, uh, Mr. McMillan here, producing this program, has commented to me on more than one occasion about what a great job you're doing over there with that program. Oh, thanks a bunch. That's nice to hear. <laughs> yes, indeed. And I also want to, while we're talking about that, I just want to note that... Uh, one of our most respected and dear friends here at KDVS, uh, Franz Kassing, former public affairs host, just uh, sent in a, a memo recently commenting about how much he appreciates the work you've done and, and, and the rest of the producers and hosts of the shows. So that was a great kudo from her. Oh, wow. Great. I haven't seen that email yet, but I'll have to check that out. <laughs> I, I also want to take my hat off to you. When I was a pre-med at this institution back in the Pleistocene era, I, I was too, well, I don't know, focused, I guess, or maybe, you know, worried about my <laughs> studies to, to have devoted the time to what you're doing. This is very, very commendable on your part. Oh, well, thank you. How do you get your guests? It's funny. I usually, I haven't planned out this quarter, I have to admit, but uh, last quarter, how I got my guests mostly was I was taking a seminar for undergraduates that they also teach at the medical school in Sacramento, and a lot of medical professionals were speaking. Uh, every week they would have a different field of medicine uh, related to serving the underserved in Sacramento. So mm -hmm. we had optometrists, physicians, family doctors, and so on. So actually, a good amount of the guests that I had last quarter were people that I listened to present on campus here at Davis, on, and they're all local, which is great, um, about the health sciences. So that was the main way I got my guests last quarter. Um, previously, I do it based on mostly medical student recommendations for... A good plan. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been great. I met a whole bunch of medical school students, uh, or medical students, I guess I could say, 
uh, during my shadowing program at the, the med center in the operating room this summer, past summer. And so they they had a bunch of professors and, <laughs> and physicians they thought would be good guests on the radio, and yes. I interviewed quite a few of those. I'm sure that the medical students knew who to direct you to that could speak clearly and, uh, and be interesting, yeah. yeah. Because they yes. have to sit through a lot of lectures that are not so interesting. Take it from me. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I was looking, I'm perusing through your uh, your list here of some of the topics that you've covered, and it is it is very impressive. You spoke to the dean of the medical school about telemedicine and the evolution yes, of care yes. in rural areas. And I know that uh, speaking a couple years back with uh, uh, one of our correspondents in Australia, Pamela Taylor, that's what she was doing, was doing because Australia is a very rural country, and they were... Uh, talking to people via telemedicine all over Australia, and she said, you guys in the States need to kind of get, get, get on this, and, and I guess we are, we're catching up. Yeah, actually, UC Davis is um, considered one of the main research centers in terms of telemedicine right now, and we're building a huge new building uh, to focus on that, from what I've heard by Dr. Nesbitt, the dean. All right, Chloe, looking at some more of your, uh, your, from your playlist here on our, on our grid, on kdvs.org, you did some work... Uh, with some people studying biochemistry and physiology, and in this case, I guess they were looking back at um, electrophysiology, which has quite a history in medicine. Yeah, actually, that was a segment of just me talking. I didn't interview anyone for that, but what brought that topic up was um, I was doing an experiment in one of my physiology labs that I was taking last quarter, and uh, we were talking about Galvani and the frog experiment, so that just it was such an exciting topic for me i decided to do a whole segment on the history of electrophysiology uh chloe you are the director of, of public yes. affairs here and we have some new shows people are excited about can you tell us about those on tuesday mornings we have a new fashion show called hey it's hannah with um a new public affairs host hannah and this week she talked about it girls and what it takes to become a fashionista i guess Really? And then right after, yeah, it's pretty new. We've never had a fashion show on KDVS, uh, at least in the past three years since I've been here. So yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure for the past nine years before that, uh, we can't account for any fashion. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I like the idea because we have frankly neglected this topic on Radio Parallax. <laughs> well, now someone else is there to cover it. So. Well, cool. Yeah. And then right after her show is another show by Yana and her new co-host, Kenny. It's called Self-Determined, and it's a Native American public affairs show. So they talk about things such as museums, books, music, movie reviews, interviews with individuals in the Native American community, and so on. So you can always find more information about all these shows on the grid online. And we have another satirical show this quarter on Wednesday mornings from 8 to 8.30 a.m. called The Davis Gaze, as in G-A-Z-E. They're brand new, too. And following that is the Diversity Forum. It's actually Kenya Mitchell, a DJ who was here last quarter. But she talks about a lot of cultural issues, and she her show promotes the acceptance of diverse individuals and communities on campus and outside. So that's another great show to follow. One of my favorites this quarter that has just started up is on Thursday mornings, Relation Rafts and Other Things, your relationship advice, um, discussion, and so on. So that is with a brand-new volunteer 
who is one of the directors of the TEDx event on campus, which is, I believe, later this month or in May. Okay. For the most part, I, I think those are our new shows. There's a, there's a welcome ad here at Radio Parallax. If anybody wants to come and talk about their show, we are happy to do that and do what we can to promote diversity here ourselves. Oh, yeah, and also uh, we're open to not only Davis students, but anyone in the Davis community, clearly, who is interested in producing the show here at the station. Chloe, our pleasure. Uh, come on again soon. Thanks again, Doug. As we wrap up today's program, I would say that it is our very great pleasure to invite back to Radio Parallax our oldest pal here at KDVS, none other than Dr. Andy Jones, the host of Dr. Andy's Poetry and Technology Hour every Wednesdays at 5 o'clock here at KDVS. Welcome back, Dr. Andy. Thank you, Doug. It's always great to be back on my favorite radio show. <laughs> And I include my own in that estimation. <laughs> You're too kind, sir. Uh, Andy, you've got a new book out I want to talk about, and it's a very interesting subject and, and near and dear to your heart. Why don't, you, why don't you tell us about that? I will. Thank you very much. The name of the book is Where's Juki? And Juki is the name of our middle kid. My wife, Kate, and I have three kids. And our middle son, Juki, who's now 13, was born with uh, two challenges. One is a rare syndrome called Smith-Lemley-Opitz syndrome. And then uh, another is autism. And Juki stopped talking at about age three. And he's been uh, a delightful challenge ever since. And uh, this book explores what it is to raise a child with autism. The book is made up of my poems. This is my second book of poetry but also includes Kate's essays. She's an essayist and a blogger and an excellent writer of prose. And it provides a, a compelling and, I think, balanced representation of uh, what it is to raise a kid with special needs, but also uh, a lot of uh, fun and heartbreaking and heart-overwhelming stories we found this out when we gave a, a reading recently at the Mind Institute that you could hear a, a pin drop while Kate reads uh, stories about raising Juki and lessons that we've learned. So it's a, it's a book that's very important to us. It's just out, and uh, all the money that we make from sales of the book we're donating to the Smith-Lemley-Opitz Foundation which uh, exists entirely to fund research into this rare syndrome that Juki has. I understand in a rather unique arrangement, people can also uh, make a contribution and get the book uh, by making a contribution directly. Is that correct? That's right. What we're inviting people we know to do, and, and this also includes people we don't know, is just to let us know that you've made a donation of a certain amount or more, a, a generous donation, but not, out, not outrageous donation, to the Smith-Lemley-Opitz Foundation, which anyone can Google and find out the uh, address for that particular nonprofit organization. And if you just give us some evidence that you've sent them a check, some people send us uh, photographs of them writing the check. <laughs> uh, friends just say, it's on its way, it doesn't really matter. As long as we have your mailing address, we'd be glad to uh, send you a, a signed copy. Because all the money goes right off to the foundation, we don't really have to be very good bookkeepers. And in <laughs> fact, this was one of the deals I made with I don't want to pay attention to how much money we're taking in. Right. I just want to make sure it all goes to the foundation. 
All right. And I know in previous times when you've had books coming out, there's usually a reading or something public, and I think this is no exception. You have something on the 19th coming up? On the 19th at the John Natsoulis Gallery, which is at 521 First Street, at 8 o'clock, there will be a book release party, and there will be food and drink and maybe a little bit of live music. Kate and I will read from the book, and uh, we'll hang out with a lot of old friends and new. We're really looking forward to it. So that's uh, 8 o'clock on the 19th. It'll be a, a big party and another way that uh, we can show our commitment to medical research, both into uh, the very rare Smith-Lemley-Opitz syndrome, but also into uh, the causes and treatments of autism. Well, that's outstanding, and I, I, I hope I can attend that myself, and I'm sure a lot of listeners are going to want to do that. Thanks for coming back. I, we're unfortunately out of time, but I know that maybe uh, in the months to come, we, we've been talking about bringing you back on more often. I got a whole bunch of topics that only I think you can answer, things like how we should grade using computers and things like that, and you're the go-to guy on this. Every time I hear you say, we should get our old friend Dr. Andy back <laughs> on the show, I just yell at my radio, I'm ready, Doug. Put me in, Coach. <laughs> well, I promise I'll do better about on my end and making this happen. That sounds great. <laughs> All right. And that does it for our show today. Thanks again to Dr. Andy and to our other guests on today's program, Thomas Getz, author of The Remedy, our own public affairs director, Chloe Lassard, and, of course, the immortal Mr. Will Durst. You've been listening to Radio Parallax. I'm Douglas Everett. It ain't nothing but a concrete jungle With people packed like sardines where everybody's trying to live beyond their means Where all the natives hurry and scurry to and fro And like fleas on a puppy dog, they got no place to go I wouldn't live in New York City they gave